Home Slice Audio. From the Home Slice News Center, this is the Daily Slice for Friday, June 3rd, 2022. I'm D. Ray Knight. This is what's going on. Here is the latest on the war in Ukraine. When Vladimir Putin sent troops into Ukraine in late February, the Russian president vowed his forces would not occupy the neighboring country. But as the invasion reached its 100th day on Friday, Russia seemed increasingly unlikely to relinquish the territory it has taken in the war. The ruble is now the official currency in the southern Kherson region. Residents there and in Russian-controlled parts of the Zaporozhizhia region are getting offered Russian passports. The Kremlin-installed administrations in both areas have talked about plans to become part of Russia. The Moscow-backed leaders of separatist areas in eastern Ukraine's Donbas region have shared similar intentions. In news closer to home, South Dakota Attorney General Jason Roundsburg is not expected to take the stand for his impeachment trial, nor is anyone else in the defense. The defense attorneys did not turn in a list of witnesses as required by rules for the June 20th and 21st trial over Roundsburg's actions surrounding a 2020 fatal car crash. The parameters set by the Senate in April require both defense attorney Mike Butler and prosecutor Mark Vargo to submit the list by Wednesday. Butler will present his case through cross-examination of the prosecution evidence, oral argument, and perhaps some exhibits. Vargo plans to call to the stand crash investigators, three of whom are from the North Dakota Bureau of Criminal Investigation. The Rapid City Police Department is applying for a grant to boost recruitment. Amy Rose has more. The Rapid City Police Department has been given the okay to apply for a $100,000 grant to help with recruitment. Chief Don Hedrick told the city's Legal and Finance Committee that the funds would be used to hire a dedicated recruiter. He says that recruiter would get out and connect with the area's local colleges and tech schools, as well as connect with military members that are about to get out of the branches of the military. Hedrick believes if the position is filled, they'd work closely with their wellness coordinator, who is tasked with retaining officers. In the wake of violence at a national level, like the recent school shooting in Texas, Rapid City will apply for a $2 million grant to help battle it. If approved, the funds will be used to enhance already existing gun, drug, and violence-related initiatives in the area. Lila Melhoff, Human Services Coordinator with Rapid City, says the police department has been open to organizations that help people in need through intervention. And, although Melhoff says every community has a unique set of problems, she says if they receive the grant, they will primarily focus on at-risk youth. In national news, President Joe Biden has delivered an impassioned plea to Congress to act on gun control. In an address to the nation Thursday night, he called on lawmakers to restore limits on the sale of assault-style weapons and high-capacity magazines. He says that if legislators fail to act, voters should use their outrage to turn gun violence into a central issue in November's midterm elections. Biden is trying to drive up pressure on Congress to pass stricter laws, though such efforts have failed in the wake of past violence. The speech follows recent mass shootings in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Uvalde, Texas, and Buffalo, New York. Meanwhile, we are finding out more information on the police response to shootings in Uvalde, Texas. Amy Rose explains. A Texas state senator says the commander at the scene of a school shooting in Texas was not informed of panicked 911 calls from inside the school building. Senator Roland Gutierrez said during a news conference Thursday that the pleas for help from people inside Robb Elementary School in Uvalde did not make their way to school district police chief Pete Eredondo. The Democratic senator who represents the city called it a system failure that the calls were going to city police but not communicated to Eredondo. The head of the Texas Department of Public 
public safety has said police didn't confront the gunman more quickly because Arredondo believed the situation had morphed from an active shooting to a hostage situation. 19 children and two teachers died. The Biden administration says children under five may be able to get their first COVID-19 vaccination doses as soon as June 21st, if federal regulators authorize shots for the age group as expected. The Food and Drug Administration's outside panel of advisors will meet on June 14th and 15th to evaluate the Pfizer and Moderna shots for younger kids. Shipments to doctor's offices and pediatric care facilities would begin soon after FDA authorization, with the first shots possible the following week. Your weather forecast from the Home Slice Weather Center. Mostly cloudy with a stray thunderstorm and 67 for the high, low tonight 48. Cloudy and upper 60s for your weekend. And that was your Daily Slice for Friday, June 3rd, 2022. The Daily Slice is a production of Home Slice Media Group, hosted by D. Ray Knight with Amy Rose and Chrissy Davies. Executive producer Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez. I'm D. Ray Knight. Have a great day.